And uh, Paul Culliver is a comedian from Victoria who has uh, joined forces with Max Atwood to present a uh, two-man comedy show in no particular order at uh, the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Um, how you doing, Paul? I'm, I'm very well. Thanks, Stephen. Excellent. Um, so the show that you're doing is a comedy, Max Atwood and Paul Culliver in no particular order. Um, what are you making fun of? Uh, well, look, it's uh, a whole host of things. I mean, the thing is that uh, Max and I have sort of teamed up to do two... It's really two shows in one. Um, so he got, he gets up for the 25 minutes, half an hour, and I do the same. Um, but uh, it is no particular order, so who you get first uh, will change up on the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he, he has a whole lot of material uh, that he does. Um, I haven't actually seen much of his Adelaide stuff because we, we did the show for Melbourne Fringe Festival, and uh, but uh, Max is a prolific writer and, and comedian, so I think he might have a whole host of new stuff. But I, I sort of I tend to delve into a lot of personal stuff about uh, relationships, single life, that sort of thing, and sometimes uh, I go a little, little bit political as well. Great. And so it's... Um kind of two comedians for the price of one. Is there any kind of mixing up that you do together on stage? Uh, look, uh, we usually greet in the audience together, so that's, that's sort of the only real time we share on stage. So we'll greet the audience in, and, the, and at the end we, we do take a, a, a bow together. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything ever goes awry, sometimes we'll, you know, a mic will fall over or a speaker will blow up or something, as, as happens in showbiz, uh, and we, we both uh, are on hand to fix it, and that's always hilarious, naturally. Yeah. Um, but, but otherwise, it's sort of we, we, we try not to mess with each other's sets unless we think there's something funny we can jump in and, and you know, run from behind the curtain to sort of contribute. But otherwise, you know, it's, 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 we try and keep it, you know, two, two sets. We try to be respectful of that. Yeah, great. And, um, Okay, let's let's talk about your comedy. It's, uh, you know, how long have you been doing comedy and sort of where did you get your start from? Yeah, look, I, I mean, the answer for me is actually probably two or three years, but I, I've only really been doing it seriously since probably about May last year. Um, I sort of, I started Raw, uh, as I, I guess a lot of uh, more Australian comedians did doing the Raw uh, comedy competition for the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I sort of entered that a few years in a row but the thing was that it was really that was the first time I got up on stage and actually tried to do comedy and then just didn't do anything for a year and then tried to enter Raw again and sort of you know what there wasn't much improvement there um, but in the meantime, I was doing a lot of community radio in Melbourne, and I was I was also um, presenting a, a, com, a com, rather a uh, a comedy television show on Channel Thirty One, which also aired in Channel Thirty One Adelaide mm-hmm. um, back in in twenty ten, um, which was called The Inquirer. It was a current affairs political comedy. Um, so I've been doing comedy in lots of different forms. It was radio, TV, and then you know starting to do it. Um, sort of your pure stand-up form um, in more recent months and trying to really hone just that live element of getting timing uh, with an actual audience and people actually laughing at you on the spot rather than hoping they're ho- laughing at home you know, to the radio or the TV. Mm. And, I mean, that's obviously the best way to hone your comedy and hone the um, hone the material that you're doing in your set. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Once I started doing it live and actually sort of had material that I was like, oh, people actually laugh at this. It was it was probably the most it's the most gratifying form of comedy because yeah, you can kind of you laugh at yourself in the studio and go, oh, you know, that's funny. You know, my writers are laughing at at you know the cameramen are sniggling, all that sort of thing. But um, to actually have that, you know, a room of thirty, forty, fifty people, how many how many it is. Um, you know, losing that shit over something you've just said is uh, is definitely the best feedback over whether something's a, a killer joke or not. Yeah. Um, and um, how did you? Are you getting are you getting lots of gigs over in Melbourne at the moment? Yeah. Look, of... it's 
I'm doing it with little bits and pieces. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm nearly as good as I should be. There's, there's a heap on, but the thing is, I think Melbourne's an interesting place. I mean, not that I really know other cities in terms of their comedy scenes, but um, there's a heap of nights, uh, like pretty much any night of the week, you can go see live comedy um, at two or three places. Like it's, it's just crazy. But uh, definitely because the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which is coming up in uh, in March, April, is such a big festival. There's something like probably about around 500 shows or something. Mm. It means that every single um, Melbourne comedian uh, is trying to get sort of that five minutes, you know, every few weeks. Um, which means that it's really, you know, every man for himself to try and get a few spots. So I'm doing, I'm doing a few spots uh, in in the next coming weeks, and then, um, well, Adelaide will be a great show in itself. It's also, uh, and I think a lot of uh, comedians performing at Melbourne Comedy Festival tend to use Adelaide Fringe as a little bit of a warm up, but that doesn't mean those shows will be any less fantastic. No, just get, just mean to get raw comedy before they sort of sanitise it for Melbourne. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been told that uh, I've been told I've, I've not performed comedy in Adelaide before. I've, I've been there during the Fringe Festival, and I actually performed. I was told that uh, around the year, uh, Adelaide comedy audiences are really nice and friendly. But then, when it comes to Fringe time, the audience all of a sudden changes, and there's maybe a little bit more vicious or a little bit more unforgiving. So I'm, I'm not really sure what to expect there. Um, so that'll be that'll be an interesting experience performing in a in a somewhat foreign city, even though, even though it's only sort of eight hours away mm. or so by driving. But I mean, yeah. I've, 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 I haven't heard that part of the Adelaide audience thing, but I've certainly heard that they're, um, you know, really, really kind of warm audience, but um, that it's really, really a lot, obviously a lot easier to get regular spots and to really hone your comedy in Adelaide. It's one of the best places yeah, to Yeah, okay. I've heard. Um, oh, well, who, who knows? Depending on my experience, I might end up moving over. It might be uh, might be the right place to, to get my start. Cause, uh, but that's the thing with Melbourne. There's just, I think I think possibly par- partly because the comedy festival is so big in Melbourne, it just means that every man and his dog is giving it a go, which is great, but it, it makes it that, that little bit harder to uh, to get yourself noticed. Yeah, absolutely. It's the hardest thing in the industry. Mm, definitely. Um, now, how did you come to meet and, I guess, work with and put this uh, show together with Max? Max, well, actually, originally it was uh, we both studied at Monash University in Melbourne. Um, mm-hmm. He was doing he was doing performing arts, I was doing commerce of all things. But we actually met at the student theatre um, there. He was he was sort of the resident funny man there. He was appearing in lots of shows, and he was he was the one that you know was always dropping the one liners and getting everyone to laugh. And I sort of turned up as this new kid. Um, being a little bit in awe of, of how funny and how much respect he, he had sort of garnered in the student theatre scene mm. uh, as being the funny guy. Uh, and I'd started doing, I, I was already doing sort of the community radio and I'd started to do a, that community TV show I mentioned, The Inquiry. Um, and I'd sort of, early on I'd learnt uh, with anything in life, the best way to succeed is to just make sure you're working with people that are more talented than you. Um, so I naturally approached Max and said, Max, I'm, I'm doing this show. Do you want to help out? And he ended up being a superstar. He, he wrote on the show, he performed on the show, and uh, naturally upstaged me and everything we did together. And uh, and then it came around to, we finished up doing the inquiry at the end of 2010 and uh, mm-hmm. sort of looking at what was doing next. And uh, a few of the guys that had worked on the inquiry, um, yeah, Alistair, Trombley Birchall and Andy Matthews, they'd been teaming up to do some sort of fringe and comedy stuff and Max and I looked at each other and went, hey, you want to do this? Because at the end of the day, it's um, to put on a whole show by yourself, sort of 50, 60 minutes of, 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 uh, of new material um, in front of an audience is, a, is pretty... And, and the whole thing of putting just putting on the show in terms of the production side of thing is, mm. 
pretty massive. Um, so we thought, well, look, we'll split the risk, split the cost, uh, hopefully double our audience, um, and uh, it'll be a nice, uh, hopefully a slightly less of a baptism of fire doing our own yeah. uh, our own first show, yeah. Well, I think you'll be, you'll be pleased to know, probably know already, and anyway, I've listened to a lot of comedy podcasts, and that seems to be the thing that a lot of the comedians say is that, you know, in terms of their advice to youngsters is about, you know, it's a good idea not to not to try and rush out and do a do a full hour of comedy on your own. It's kind of nicer to do it with a group of people and, as you say, spread the costs and make it, you know, three times less expensive and three times more likely you actually make a profit out of these things because, you know, so many comedians and so many artists don't make profit at Fringe and don't make profit at comedy festivals. So yeah, and and that's the thing we were we were fully expecting to sort of you know, at best break even or, you know, just lose a little bit of money on the Melbourne Fringe show in the end, we, we actually, we didn't do that. We, we did all right. I mean, not, not by any means there was some sort of commercial success, but uh, we were all quite pleased that we uh, we actually, you know, were able to put that money back into our new shows. Um, you know, not, not not talk about money too much, but because uh, it's not about no, that really. Not, no. at, this, at, at this stage, it's, it's not like... Uh, we're about to make a living out of it, but it's nice that uh, we're you know be able to do this and sort of uh, we're effectively we're breaking even on it, and that's that's a great thing. Um, it makes it easier to keep going, I guess. That's amazing. To I mean to get to, to be at the stage where you're breaking even is huge. So you know. Yeah, well, I I I think what we what we did with Melbourne Fringe and what we're doing with Comedy Festival, uh, we we just we're just doing a lot of shows. That's the thing. We're we're splitting it, but we did 17 shows in Melbourne Fringe. Uh, we're in the Adelaide for seven nights, uh, which um, you know, but then in in Melbourne we're going to be doing 19 shows, which is like it's a heat, but it's really it's just giving us the greatest chance to get as many people through the door as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this early stages, it's really we just need to be exposed to as many people as possible. Although I might rephrase that, <laughs> exposing ourselves to as many people as possible, not the best approach uh, in terms of promotion, but uh, yeah, well, you, um, you know, <laughs> you get a certain well, audience. Know. Oh look, Max is circus trained, so his uh, his physique might be a bit more appealing than mine. But <laughs> that's uh, that's beside the point. Um, and sort of moving moving away from that now. Um, where how long ago were you guys at uh, Monash and uh, Monash Uni Student Theatre together? Uh, I I started around two thousand nine. Um, Max had probably been there for a few years already, doing a few shows. I actually only just finished my commerce degree at the end of last year, yep. um, which is a, a nice piece of paper to have that I will never use. Um, but uh, yeah, and then Max, I think, finished a year or two ago, so he's sort of been uh, around doing the comedy stuff. Okay. And yeah. Were you in any of their shows last year? Because I, I actually went over and did some work on um, one of them for the for the guys last year. Oh, really? Which which show did you work um, on? Well, I'd, I'd met Harley Hefford when he was over in Adelaide doing uh, Here Comes the Sun. Yeah, and then sure. popped over there and then it was it was basically because it was happening after the comedy festival and just kind of helped him out and helped uh, Yvonne and Jason, who were the, the artistic director and um, technical manager there at Monash Uni. Um, yeah. Yeah, just helped and made sure the bump in went smoothly because, um, yeah, it was Easter and hard to get started. Yeah, oh, was that, that, that would have been Fabricus. Yeah. Was that the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, look, I wasn't... Uh, this is the thing, I've sort of been around student theatre, but... Um, not quite. I sort of I, I've tended to be 
Well, my involvement in Student Theatre has been actually an interesting one. Really, I got involved very early on and sort of a lot with their workshops and stuff like that, you know, got involved in the comedy and trying out my comedy stylings and appeared in a few shows in 2009, but then sort of the, the, the TV and, and comedy stuff uh, took more of a front seat and so I, I didn't do too much actual on-stage performance, just tended to be a good friendship network for me and, and performers because uh, there's a lot of performers come that have come out of student theatre now that are, you know, they're good musicians or they're, they're setting up their own um, theatre companies, that sort of thing. So it's, sort mm. of, it's, it's become, for me, just a, a strong artistic community community that, that's really good to be involved in um, with doing my comedy, yeah, and yeah. just generally as a, as a great friendship network. No, absolutely, it's a really warm kind of group there, as I suppose um, most student theatre type arrangements are around the country. Um, yeah, definitely. But um, comedy is where it's at now, and uh, you are performing Ma- Max Atwood and Paul Culliver in no particular order at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival, two comedians for the price of one, um, and performing from the 12th of March through the 18th. Um, all tickets and details available at uh, linkadelaide.com.au and adelaidefringe.com.au. Um, you're on Twitter as well, at Paul Culliver. And, um, yeah, thank you very much for joining us on Link Adelaide today and for your time. No worries. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au. And for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.